Broadcasting live from our satellite studios in Dallas, Texas, it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results. And we are back with our post-lunch edition of Learning Insights. We're on the road, broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas. I, I think we had a banner morning. It was kind of a quick lunch. Yeah. But it was a good morning, and uh, it was okay that it's a quick lunch because it lets us get to this conversation that much quicker. Please join us in welcoming to the broadcast with next career, Miss Melissa Walker. How are you? I'm doing great today. How are you guys? Doing well. So any funny stories since the last time we saw you? Well, I have Mm. a a traumatic injury story where I actually recently (laughs) was in a horrible accident um, that I shouldn't have lived from. I uh, wow. made it and am here today and feel like I have a real purpose now. So, all right. So, it's not that, funny. Is it kind of funny? No. Uh, well, uh-huh. I don't know. In the humor scale, I don't think that's yeah, very hard. But it is interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that came to mind. Sorry. So, what are you up to these days? Tell us what you're doing. Well, what I uh, am doing is really focusing in the veteran space. We have a company called Next Career, as you mentioned, that um, our goal is to basically transition um, military professionals into corporate America um, successfully and for long-term careers. Now, how many military people are kind of leaving the military at any given time? Do you know? There's about 200,000 people a year right now leaving. There's a lot more people leaving than going in probably. And then is unemployment for veterans a... Is that a larger number than for like non-veterans? Like, is it disproportionate to the... the... The number is not necessarily dis- disproportionate. It's actually pretty close in the two frames. But what we're seeing is a lot of lack of retention whenever we get veterans in the workplace, huh. um, not staying in careers for a long time, and or the types of positions they're getting aren't necessarily in line with what they're doing in the military as far as pay and what the kind of the competencies... So it's not doing. a good fit for them? Right. Correct. And then why do you think that is? Well, a lot of times it's because corporate America, the recruiters that are working on positions or hiring managers don't really understand the skills or the positions, um, the MOSs, if you will, that are used in the military. So therefore, they don't understand how the skills translate into uh, their corporate environment. Is that where you you come in? That is. You're kind that of is. the bridge? Well, one of the things is that they are different jobs. So if you think about it, if you're an artillery specialist, you don't usually see that in, you know, it's hard to corporate America. Well, they're, they're, Hopefully not. I don't know. <laughs> my job, I think a couple people maybe wanted to be, but you know, <laughs> but nobody was. So you know, you have to figure out how to look at positions and look at really the skills and competencies that are use, they're using, and really break it down to what am I doing t- that actually actually can convert into a position. So right. do I have organization skills, ability to build something at a quick pace under pressure, at least to say, you know, when you look at that, and that's how you can transition it in. But what we do a little differently is we actually provide a training program that is customized for the corporate environment. So we take the skills that they have, put them through our program, and train them for corporate America positions. Uh, so you're creating like curriculum that's going to match the person skill wise, so that they can get kind of their hit the feet. One of the hit the, <laughs> hit the ground running. running, right? Yes. All right, exactly. but you've got two clients, right? You've got you've got two masters almost. You got you got you're serving the vets, but you're also serving the the hiring companies yeah is, is one a, a bigger challenge or more time consuming they both are another, right <laughs> whenever you think about it that way because one what corporate america or recruiters are finding is that it's really hard to identify veteran candidates you really have to have a good outreach into that population because a lot of people don't really want to talk about the fact that they were a veteran believe it or not um so finding the candidates getting them to stand out and say hey yeah, i'm a veteran i'm looking for a job is really hard to do then there's the whole translation of the skill set 
whenever you look at employers, you have a lot of employers that want to hire, but they don't know how to find the candidates. Mm -hmm. So we've got to get both sides or they, they feel that they can find the candidates and then they find out that it's really a struggle. So they both take a lot of time, at least to say. <laughs> I mean, at least instinctively, and I certainly don't pretend to know much about it, although we've certainly had great success in the one hire uh, mm -hmm. That we we have combat wounded veteran uh, in our organization, and it's just turned out to be you know a marvelous choice. And he's running the whole operation, so Lee and I can come out and play and have fun and, and do stuff like this. But it, at least instinctively, I get the sense that I want to hire a veteran because I'm under the impression, not altruistically, just under the impression, this is a person that knows how to make a commitment, keep a promise, follow directions, take personal accountability. It, do, do you find that that's true or is that yeah. accurate? So I was going to say, first and foremost, what you said was really important about the person that you have that's a veteran because, yeah, you're going to find somebody who's a stellar person that really brings a lot of value to an organization whenever you're working with veterans. I actually wanted to introduce um, one of one of the people that works with me, Andy Rittler. Um, he's our senior vice president over business development. He can talk a little bit why he's got a lot of insight into the employer side of things. With him working with a lot of different employers, and I'll let him speak to this, he saw that the people that do work with veterans that hire them get that exactly. They realize that the, the um, dedication you get, the leadership ability, and real leadership, not like the corporate version of all your leadership. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to get that shot in there, didn't you? I, I love corporate America, and I do. But yeah, I mean, just a different type of leadership that truly is leading people and you know, a lot of other competencies that you don't find from normal talent that are just out there. But um, go ahead, Andy. Sorry. Well, welcome to the show, man. And uh, as you probably saw with Melissa, you got to lean in there and talk real close to the very end of the microphone. It's like, you know, karaoke. Absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. thank you guys for, for having me on. Um, Melissa, thank you for that, that introduction. I have seen, for the better part of the last year, employer after employer after employer. The reason for that is that my role, um, I'm formerly with, uh, was with a uh, program with the Veterans Affairs Department. And uh, it's a great program. It's called the VECI program, the Veterans Employment Communities Initiative. And through that program, we have started to really try to work on these different communities to try to really uh, lay the battlefield for what success looks like with veteran hiring. Uh, so the opportunity to work with Melissa and actually really get my hands even further into that role was an absolute tremendous opportunity for me because I think where employers are having, having success, those employers that have success have truly put their minds to it. They've designated somebody in that corporation, in that company, to really take the lead. This requires success. There was the success for this to occur requires executive sponsorship, first and foremost. There has to be somebody within that organization who's absolutely dedicated to that cause. And so when, you ha when you've identified that, and once we can, get, and, and our organization, Next Career LLC, can get in with that person, it's like the light goes off. It's like they see exactly what yeah. What we're trying to do. The transition is tough on some. For some, it's very easy. For some, it's more difficult. The ones that I, the folks that I've encountered, the, the, the transitioning service members and the veterans that I've encountered, uh, just in the role of the roles that I've had throughout the, my years of experience in different corporations, establishing military programs and outreach programs like that. Um, I found that for some, it's very tough. And for, for others, it's, it's, it's fairly easy. And so what we try to do is ensure that one of the phenomena that happens when, a, when a, a, a transitioning service member comes out is they will oftentimes jump from job to job until they find and identify that role that best fits them. And is that why they're jumping? They just can't quite figure out what lines up with their strengths, desires, that kind of thing? And, and, they, and, they, and, they, and they get it wrong at first, and so do the employers? 
Yeah, I think it's, it's, there's a lot of reasons why it's wrong. One, going back to people not understanding the skills and competencies that transition. One of the biggest things is there's a lot of training programs out there, and there's some provided by the military, and they're usually run by the military who maybe haven't been in corporate America. So they're trying to train them how to move into civilian positions when they may not have done those roles themselves. And they're all very tactically focused, and yeah. nobody's really looking at the fact that there's a lot of psychological issues that come behind right. it. You have a complete identity crisis, basically. The way I can compute in my head to relate it is when I went to college. And in high school, I had a personality and a perception of who I was and friends and identity. I had toilet paper when I needed it. I had money when I needed it. You know, everything. (laughs) Then I moved to college and got an apartment. I didn't know anybody. I had to pay my own bills. My God, I actually had my mom order me pizza from Virginia and send it to me because I couldn't afford it. But, you know, I did eat. It was a complete identity crisis. And that's what they're facing. But with trauma may be behind it as well. Oh, yeah. And so it's really important to consider that when people are moving into careers. And then there's a whole culture shock. You're moving into a whole new culture. It's not the same as it is in the military and corporate America. There's a lot of differences. And if employers aren't prepared or don't understand those changes and shifts that are happening, then they're not going to find success in their hires. So what, what is it we're trying to do is really pretty simple. We're trying to take out the mystery behind the transition equation that exists today. And so you go to a military warfighter that is coming out of the military and they're doing a career and a role, something that's oftentimes kinetic and oftentimes is larger than who they are as a person. So it's, it's something that's, it's, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. got, a, it's got that greater. The greater good the, yeah, connection. Right. So it, it's whether you're doing water, water purification for an entire uh, you know, brigade or you know, you're out there and with SEAL Team 6, what you're doing is part of a, something that's whole and bigger. And you go from that and you're going into a cubicle and you're staring at EBITDA and P&L statements and it's like your world just stops. <laughs> and everybody's crisis is they lost their lipstick. And, right. you know. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is there going to be free lunch today in the, in the cafe? Yeah. You know, or it's Friday. Can we wear jeans? What can and, you do for me? So <laughs> so it's it's helping that, that with that adjustment, but it's more so and, and it's. It's helping them ensure that they've got the appropriate resources lined up and whatever those resources might be. And making sure they have the connection. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but making sure they continue their connection with other military professionals, which is huge. Maintaining the connections, the resources, and and part of this gap fill is is education on both sides, right? Is is there the the Melissa methodology? What are we There is, actually. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think it's Melissa, by the way. There's a lot of people that um, put their brains behind this, and we did a lot of research to put our concept together as far as how we really fight uh, attrition issues that come into whenever people are employed so they're not leaving companies, but um, and we're just identifying ways to fill that skill gap. So one of the things that we do is we involve the employer from the beginning by doing the customized program so we know what the employer's needs are. And then we find the right candidates that will ultimately fit in there. Okay, so you start with me and Lee. Like, if we wanted to, to hire people, mm-hmm. and we want, and we were going to make an executive commitment, we were going to commit the resources and, and all that to right. a specific concerted effort to bring on veterans for all the good reasons we identified. Right. Step one is not just to go out and go find a bunch of veterans. You're sitting down with me and Lee and maybe a strategic level. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So we're looking at their workforce planning. What do you need? And we really try to focus on some niche positions that can train relatively quickly based on the training program. So one of the ones we did recently in partnership with University of Texas Dallas was a Java training program. So we taught application development from beginning to end in a 12-week time frame. So that was pretty good. It was pretty hard, though. So it takes somebody who's dedicated to the cause to go through the program. But ultimately, what we do is we involve the employer from the beginning. The reason we do that is because they're involved in the training. 
We customize it for their environment. So they're getting skills that they can't normally find. And then ultimately, we're building trust and relationships the entire time. So we know the fit whenever they get in. Now, there's some other pieces that um, are part of it. One of the biggest things that we do, the biggest thing that we do, is train both the employer and the candidates how to work together successfully. That's the main important part that we, you know, we offer that separate. If people are you ought to program. bottle that and sell it to it a is. lot of different. Don't places. worry, no, it's not. It's not about that. But you know, I mean, our our biggest goal is to get veterans employed and get it done the right way. Um, what we you're say actually is actually onto that, something, though. You're, I mean, honestly, you know, it's it's not just a cultural phenomenon that that is 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 exclusive to veterans. It's exclusive to everybody in the corporate culture today. I mean, yeah. companies just lack a succinct corporate culture that lends itself to me understanding what is my what does my career path look like? What are some of my long term goals and objectives that I can establish with my supervisor to be successful in this and and move up through the company? So how do I relate to the bigger mission that you were talking about before? That's something that I think is lacking a lot of times in in corporate America. Now, are your candidates officer level or? They're all levels, but we focus on careers. So, um, for example, we may have somebody who was an artillery specialist, but they have some kind of coding background if we did that kind of program. But we have programs, anything from pet grooming to forklift driving, which we have programs that do pilots, uh, work with pilots. I mean, a lot of different programs. It's very, it's varied. And we customize them, like I said, to the, the corporate environment. So we can almost build any program that they need based on what their specific skills are, because we have the resources to do it and the partnerships to do it. They can have a disability. They could Yes. Just need mm-hmm. work. It's not that they just left the military yesterday. They could have left it a year ago. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that's correct. And and one of the things that we do, like I said, the other part of it is, is that we try to continue to provide support. So we have a program that we call our assimilation program. And that was what I was referring to. And I said that we put this program together to train both sides how to work together. One of the things about diversity is that you want to focus on all levels of diversity. So if you're training managers and leaders how to work with different diverse groups, we want to train them on all different things. So we have stereotyping, generational differences, talking to millennials, along with, so it's, we actually have four pillars in there. So we have the diversity, inclusion, disability piece, actually, uh, Dylan, who was on before, actually does our oh, disability Oh, yeah, you know piece. Dylan. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a great guy, yeah. huh? And then um, in addition to that, we have, um, basically, we go all the way through onboarding and retention. So we have a military aspect, a, dis- a diversity aspect, self-leadership and cultural integration piece that goes all the way into onboarding and retention. And not only that, but we make sure that they do a good job once they stay by providing them a coach to continue for six more months to help them. And we connect them with other military professionals, teach the organizations how to have groups that help them stay connected so they feel part of the bigger picture. One of the big phenomena today is is really the uh, the business resource groups or employee resource groups, the ERGs. So that's that's an area that we really try to leverage with all of our corporate partners that we work with um, is helping them design, understand, and implement what uh, an effective ERG will look like, and specifically in our instance in the veteran space. So if there's any company that's interested in learning more, you have a, like, what's that first conversation look like? You're just kind of, you want to get as high up into the C-suite, if you can, to communicate why they should, do, kind of the big why. You kind of want to have this conversation. So that's great, actually great what I was going to, yeah. And, and one of the things I was going to say is that what our goal is to do, and we're working with veterans, is to recreate their why. Okay, I don't know if you guys have heard of, there's a group that we've partnered with, 22 Kill, that's a, a major group, and they focus on veteran suicide. We've partnered with them because one of the ways you recreate the why is by providing a career. And here's the reason, if you look at all the needs that people have, it's adding value, it's having relationships, it's being able to support yourself, having a house to live, being able to eat. All those different factors, they start with a career. 
you have something that you have mm-hmm, that you're right. doing in life that you need to accomplish you find relationships you can pay for yourself you have a place right. to live so all of it comes with that so if you come out and you have nothing to do you don't have your why well we help recreate the why and we make sure that they have the resources they need after they get into the career now the way we start with employers going back to that other question i wanted to kind of throw that in there is really truly it's it is talking a lot of times to the c-suite so they understand we operate what I call a full circle value proposition. So everybody we work with gets something, a value out of us. So the candidates do, the employers do, even the government does, and the other partners that we work with all get value from working with the way we have our program set up. We talk to the employers and explain to them what the value proposition is, and it's unstoppable. Not only do you get one, social, uh, what is it, social corporate responsibility, sorry, by doing it, which is huge for veterans or for hiring millennials. Millennials want companies that are highly involved in, you know, corporate social responsibility. You have, we don't mention it too much, but there is tax incentives. They're complicated, but you know what? It's something that does help corporations. Um, You get to hire veterans and you actually get verified veterans. So you don't have to worry about the tracking part because (laughs) you have affirmative action goals. You have, you know, good faith efforts. We do the training. They get niche candidates. It's customized training. It just goes on and on and on of reasons. It makes sense. We call it a righteous circle. Everybody wins. (laughs) That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I, I try to go with a corporate term, mm-hmm. full circle value yeah, proposition. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded if corporate. you could throw paradigm in there, then you'd have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, paradox. This, is, this is great stuff. Where can our listeners go to learn more, have a conversation with, with one of you two or somebody on your team about this? Yeah, so we have a website uh, that is www.nextcareerconsulting.com. And we're on Facebook and social media. We have, uh, a, a, in fact, if you go to our social media page today, you'll see all of us, well, the three of you. <laughs> Uh, the three of us. The three of you, <laughs> not me. I'm, I'm taking the you video. You never see the guy behind the camera. No, I, I, t- I take the video. I have, a, I have a face for radio. I know this, so I, I'm, I'm sticking with that. So we have, uh, and there's articles on there. Uh, there's things about understanding like PTSD. That's her PTS. It's, we've dropped the D, you know, because we're right. just calling it PTS, post-traumatic syndrome. Uh, uh, but so I mean, we could take any one of these topics that we've just brushed on today, and I mean, we could dive in and do a yeah. whole show on. We have a blog on um, about the employer piece, why employers struggle with hiring veterans. That has just started. It's going to be a ten week series. It goes through each different reason and why they're struggling. Um, we'll continue with different blogs that'll go around that that topic. And you know, one of the other things I wanted to mention that we do is we've actually do what we call a reverse marketing campaign. So if a veteran comes to us, we're never going to turn them away, even if it's not something that we have a company that we're working with. We send out to over 6,000 employers their resumes, wow. their information, for them to get an option to be looked at and hired by um, the hiring managers that we work with. And like we said, we have all kinds. I mean, we have, we have executive level. I mean, I'm, I've got a guy right now who's, who's wonderful. He's a, an E6, served in the Marine Corps, and uh, has a chain, uh, supply chain logistics background, is, has advanced degrees, uh, that would make anybody envious. And then we've got a guy who's, you know, he's uh, he's a, a former officer. He does IT. So they're they're all different kinds. And right, they're, right. They're all different backgrounds. And the thing about it is, is they they have an innate desire to be successful wherever they are. And that's that's the common thread that I see among all the candidates that we have. Next careers consulting dot com. Next career consulting dot com. Next career yeah. consulting dot right. com. And then we also have an email box. It's just info at nextcareerconsulting.com. Well, thank you so much for being part of the show. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a great problem. work. Thank All you. Right. We'll be back in a few from right. Dallas. Thank you. This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.